this is as real as it gets. Hey, this is Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro and Gasberry Nutrition Spokesmodel, and you are listening to the UCW Radio Show, In Your Face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Give it to me, baby. All right, welcome to the UCW Radio Show, and today we have another great guest on the show. Uh, as all uh, all of you uh, pro wrestling fans know, uh, the WWE and TNA slash Impact Wrestling they have their um, they have their superstars. Uh, on the roster, but they also have, just like other sports, like uh, baseball, they have their developmental um, organization, their farm system, so to speak, where they develop talent, bring them up, and uh, try to try to produce some really um, some really awesome talent talent that they can feed off of and market well and brand well. And they've been doing this, and WWE has been doing it for for some time. Um, but what we try to do here on the UCW radio show is, uh, from time to time, we'll bring on uh, up and comer, up and coming uh, pro wrestlers to feature them. Uh, and these up and coming pro wrestlers, we feel, would probably uh, be the next uh, big thing uh, hitting the scene. And today's no different. All right, so we are bringing you uh, from Australia. And she is an amazing talent. And the reason I want, we, we, we want to um, showcase a female wrestler is because I believe that that area of uh, pro wrestling is just beginning to be tapped into again. So I think that uh, our next guest is going to be an asset to whatever major organization she uh, gets picked up by. But I don't want to get too much into her story. I want her to tell her story and her, her words for you uh, for you listeners to, uh, to hear it for yourself. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming, from Australia, Miss Nikki Nitro to the show. Nikki, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. How are you doing? G'day, I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for for taking time to come on the show. Um, uh, you're coming to us all the way from Australia. I sure am. New South Wales, in a little place called Wollongong. Okay, I'm not going to even <laughs> attempt to repeat that, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You sure? You can try it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, 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 I think we we had that little conversation about Melbourne or Melbourne or I'm, I'm not getting into yeah. that now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I come from Wollongong. Okay. So most people refer to it as the Gong. The Gong. I can, I can, I can go with the Gong. I like it. I like yeah. the Gong. All right. So t- tell us a little bit about yourself before we. Uh, you know, uh, go into anything further because um, uh, people stateside may not be too familiar with you, um, but, you know, you've been involved in uh, pro wrestling for a while, for over a decade. Yeah, um, I got involved in 1999 and um, 
I first started out with a company called ACW, Australian Championship Wrestling, and I was taught under um, Andy Harpus. They call him Animal. Hmm. And, yeah, like, ever since then, I haven't looked back, and I'm still wrestling today, and I'm still got the passion for it, and the zest and the drive, and, yeah, it's my second nature pretty much now. And then you've traveled, or you've wrestled all over the world. Um, well, recently, um, in September, I was offered a tour with a company called LCW, uh, Legend Championship Wrestling, in Newfoundland, in Canada. And um, on the tour, I was with uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Scott Steiner, Rhino, and uh, indie sensation Colt Cabana. And uh, from there, I've just... Because for such a long time I've been in Australia and I've always just wrestled in Australia, I never branched out. And, yeah, going over there now, I've got I've got more of a drive for it because I've seen the other side of the world. And, yeah, like I, I want to take it as far as I can. Yeah, I mean, you, again, you um, you wrestling in Australia, a lot of, uh, you have a lot of top organizations that probably haven't had the opportunity to, to approach you uh, to working with them as of yet? In Oz? Um, over the, for, for about maybe the last 10 or so years, the, um, the Aussie indie scene has dropped a little bit, which is quite sad. Because um, when I first made my debut, I debuted in front of 3,500 people. And nowadays, like, if you don't promote the shows well, um, you're lucky to get 100. Yeah, well... But, um, Sorry? No, the the indie scene is different. You know, people uh, going to live shows. You know, they're I guess I mean they're more excited when you have a lot of people there. So they're looking at the WWE, they're looking at the TNAs and things like that. You know, so yeah, a proper promotion is important because if not, you know, you're not going to get too many butts in the seats. That's correct. Yeah. Yep. To make money, you got to spend money. Yeah, exactly. So now, how did you get involved in pro wrestling? Uh, through my father, actually. Like, when I was a little girl, we always used to watch the wrestling. And my grandfather, he wrestled, and he used to tape a lot of the WCW uh, old-school matches and gave them to my dad. And then, like, through there, I was always watching them. And um, my dad took me to my first indie show in uh, Liverpool in Sydney, and that's where, like, I fell in love with it all over again. And it wasn't the high-fly stuff for me. It was the main event, which was the coffin match. And I was like, wow, this is something that I want to do for the rest of my life. Okay, and then this is something you've been doing. You've been training uh, and you've been performing. But, you know, you're still, you're, you're, not even, you're not even close to being done with this. No, not close at all. As I say, like, you know, there's so much to learn with wrestling, and that's the beauty of wrestling. No matter how long you're in the business for, there's always somebody out there that's going to be better than you. And it's just a process of, you know, like, of learning new things, and, you know, like, creating that character that people either love or hate. So it's all a learning process. Yeah, and you know the thing is with pro wrestling, and I mentioned the bigger the big organizations because you know again this is not a a pro wrestling show. We're talking about real stuff, and and in the real world, 
You know, you have uh, big organizations. They're looking to put people in place that can act- they can actually market to make them marketable. They want talented people on their roster in order to, again, put butts in the seats, sell merchandise, so on and so forth. Now, over the past, I don't know, uh, six years or so, uh, maybe maybe a little longer than that, but I don't think too much longer than that. The the scene uh, in as far as the female pro wrestlers has changed. You see more talented uh, women getting in the squared circle. Now, I mean, do you feel that being a, a big benefit to you now as opposed to five years ago? Definitely, yes. Because um, like with the likes of Sarah Del Rey, she's made a massive impact on women's wrestling. And um, years ago, like, correct me if I'm wrong, like the way that I saw things was that the women were officially eye candy only instead of a workup. And because the wrestling industry is so dominant with male, you know, like male testosterone, women are looked upon as though they should not belong in the square circle. But now, you know, like half the time there's a lot of women out there that are very crafted in their work and um, can actually wrestle a lot better than a man Mm. because they take pride in their work. So, like, nowadays, I believe, you know, there's more women getting into the sport and, you know, like, enjoying it. Unlike before, women were too afraid to step in a square circle because they were, um, because they, you know, they were picked on. Yeah, I mean, I, I, well, I I think that, you know, uh, I mean, women, women pro wrestlers, they had their heyday in in the time of the fabulous Moolah and uh, Wendy Mm -hmm. Richter and stuff like that, where, you know, they actually got in there and they wrestled and, you know, some of them can get hardcore, but then there was a period where, those women wrestlers didn't exist. You didn't have it. You had the pretty models walking around, you know, with the, with, uh, you know, showing everything off and so on and so forth. And that was, you're right, that was the eye candy for the crowd. You know, WCW did that with their Nitro Girls, and WWE did it with just the, the women. I mean, they do it even now, but they're starting to get more talented women in the, in the WWE. TNA has talented uh, female wrestlers that that can actually get down and dirty uh wwe they have talented women on the roster i don't think they use them properly and uh you know that's why i think someone like yourself would be uh of interest to any of these two organizations because you can actually you can wrestle with a woman you can wrestle with a dude you don't care you just want to get in there and do your thing that's it. <laughs> right, right. So now you got you got into wrestling. Now, what? How how was it for you when you first got into the uh, ring? Your 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 first time. Nobody forgets that your first time that you got into the ring. My first time. I'll be brutally honest with you. I was petrified. I took my first bump. And I had head rattle for a week. And anybody that turns around and says that when they first start wrestling and they take their first bump, they don't have head rattle, they're lying. But when I debuted, I I was freaking out. Because when I originally made my debut, my character, I was called Wildfire. And I was a baby face. And I was versing a woman named Poison Ivy. And she was a veteran. And... um. 
yeah, I was I was freaking out and like it was just that initial stage fright looking at all those people focusing, you know, on you and like what you are and especially like the wrestling like critics out there that are like always kicking, like nitpicking for certain things if, you know, like if you stuff something up or if something's, you know, appealing to them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was I was really nervous and my my thing is when I'm in the ring, I'm always chewing chewing gum. If I don't have chewing gum in my mouth or before I get out there in the square circle, I get really, really bad butterflies. So it's like um I don't know, it's like a psychological thing now. I have to stick some chewing gum in my mouth and I'm happy. But, yeah, I still get nervous now, especially like when you're in a new company or whatever, because there's people out there, you know, that are going to pick on every single little thing you do. But at the end of the day, it's a learning process. No, it's definitely a learning process. And that, that first time, I mean, you can train, you know, for a year and you can be the most proficient technician that stepped into the squared circle. The issue is when you get in there in front of people, different story altogether. Different story. Yep. You get in there, uh, all of a sudden it's like you can have stage fright. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and some people do. I've I've <laughs> I've seen it. I've uh, I've seen it happen. You know, but you're you're beyond that at at this point. Um, for you, you know, what are you doing with with uh, your wrestling today? Today, in terms of how do you mean? Well, today, recently, currently, you know, at the at this moment, what what are you what are you doing? Are you are you uh, in, are you open to um, are you working now? Are you working shows? Are you looking to you know travel around? What are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm working shows here, but I'm always open to traveling because. To get better, you have to work with different people and, you know, like, different people know different things and can teach you. So, like, I'm all my options are open. But I, like, with Canada, for example, I learned so much in Canada and I was only there for a short time. But just sitting down and listening to Rowdy Roddy Piper talk, you know, about experiences and stuff like that and speaking to Rhino and, you know, asking questions that, yeah, that's, that's like opened my eyes a lot more to this industry yeah. and I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Oh yeah. And um like Australia, don't get me wrong, I love I love mildly wrestling, but there is no room for growth. Back in the seventies there was a lot of room for growth. But now there isn't and you have to branch out and you have to travel and you have to go overseas internationally to to gain more you know, like more exposure because at the end of the day, personally for me, I don't see wrestling as a hobby. I see it as a business and as, you know, something that I want to do with my life. Mm. So, yeah, I'm pretty serious on that note. Okay, and the only thing that, that that's actually uh, held you back is your location. Yes. Okay, but, you know, you're you're in Australia and you, I mean... You can probably you, you probably go and uh, wrestle with the wallabies and the billbees, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever the kangaroos, else, yeah. the kangaroos, the or whatever you have going on over the there. Crocodiles. The crocodiles, yeah. yeah. You know, but you're, but you're, um, 
you've been you've been pushed, I guess, for you to be tougher than most women getting into the squared circle. You have to be to compete at this point yes. where you are. Definitely, yes. Because uh, women over here, some companies are very for women, but then some companies are very against women. Okay. And I believe, you know, to have a good show, women are so crucial to the product. And a lot of companies don't understand that. And like I've been saying that for years and years, you know, like they, everybody needs to have women on their show because women draw you know, like they, they put bums on the seats. Mm-hmm. Even though some men don't like to admit that, you know, it's true. So, yeah, like it's, women are very, very important. No, I mean, de- definitely, you know, there there's a need for that in pro mm-hmm. wrestling. You know, that's why you see the WWE, they have, I mean, again, they don't, I don't take it as they do it seriously. Okay, it's like diva champion. Okay, you know, but TNA does it more seriously, where you know the the girls actually get into it. And, you know, so I, I know that in WWE they have the talent. They don't just they don't use it properly uh, for them to you know really capitalize on it. But look, even in in, in MMA, you know, uh, a lot of the the top women that fight they draw a lot of viewers. Yes. Okay, because you got you got some you got some freaky people out there. That's why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. No, but, 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 Everyone likes to see girls fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but seriously, you know, you have some talented fighters out there, um, and I mm-hmm. and I think that you know there's a definite uh, there's there's definite opening uh, for this more. And I think you know for you, you know, when you have you know, two major organizations, and again. When you have look TNA, they 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 have a roster for this. Adding someone like you to their roster would be an asset. And WWE, I think adding you to their roster would be an asset because you can you know I I, I can see you getting in there with actual you know actual women that can actually wrestle and put on a great show because you can get down and that's what they need over there. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's my view, anyway. Thank you. <laughs> well, I, I look, I, 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 you know, when I asked you to come on the show, it was because you know I, I believe that your future is bright in this arena. Okay, that your future is bright. The only thing is, is that you know the WWE, TNA, they have not called on you yet, but I don't think you, that's going to be far away. You know, you, uh, you're the uh, the person that trained you. Didn't he wrestle in these organizations? Um, Andy originally, um, he, he was old school, so like WCW, he, um, he wrestled with Hogan, um, he, he's wrestled, like, he never, he, it's really hard to explain with Andy, like, he was offered the opportunity to go over to the States, but he believed that he wanted to make it big in Australia, like in Australia, mm-hmm. and, um, so he never ventured over there, and he was successful over here. But then, unfortunately, like the wrestling, because it was on TV and everything over here, the wrestling like died. And um, in oh, what was it, two thousand and six or two thousand and five, I was sitting at the back with Andy at a show like before we was meant to go on, and um, he's 
face dropped and he never realized, but he'd had a stroke and he ended up in a wheelchair and wow. yeah, like he, it was, it was really like, it was really scary at the time because he, he never, he didn't know, like it just, it was just a sudden thing. So yeah, like he ended up um, in a wheelchair and that and the, the um, doctors and that told him that he'd never walk again. But Andy is one of these people that is so determined and he he does walk. He doesn't walk much, but he's still up and he can walk now. Okay, good. So like, I asked him a while ago, um, did he wish that he'd went over to America? And he he said no. He said he was glad that he you know he did what he did over here. So yeah, like he he never went over. <laughs> he always stayed in Oz. Yeah, but you know, I mean, look, if if his story does does anything, it should always tell someone, doctor tells you something, get a second opinion. And if someone tells you that you're going to be a certain way for the rest of your days and it's not a good not a good thing, okay? Uh yeah, you know, keep fighting it. I'm I'm happy that he's that he's walking. Uh good for him. Good for you, Andy. You know, just keep doing that and you know, maybe you'll start jogging soon. Uh, you never know. Yeah. You never know. You never know what can happen in the world. All right. So, so now you you were trained by Andy Harpus, and uh, you held a lot of independent titles uh, with various organizations. You know, but you've been in in the world of pro wrestling. You know, people have a misconception. They think, okay, someone's going to get in there. They're going to wrestle. It's it's all about doing what you need to do in the ring. But the reality is. It's not always the best wrestlers in the world that become the superstars. Now, you mentioned Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper is not a great wrestler per se. He is a great personality. He is a talent. He can, he can rile a crowd up. His, just him talking gets people going crazy. Just his his ant- oh, his antics, you know, the, the fans embrace him. And that's what makes him him. So, you know, yeah. but you've been working for a while and you've been building your own brand. Yes. Okay, so let, let's let's hear that process of you building the brand of Nikki Nitro. Uh, Nikki Nitro, like the thing that helped me with my my brand was doing a lot of managing and um that's where because originally, as I said before, my name was Wildfire, and two years later, I changed um, my name, my whole complete character, and became a heel. And I was part of a faction named XDC, Extreme Damage Control, where I managed a uh, former wrestler named Popper Ty. And um, through him, like my, my character started building and doing a lot of the managing and that, my, my, um, I, I learned how to work the crowd, as they say. And that's where like more confidence come into the character. But don't get me wrong, like Nikki Nitro took eight years to perfect. And even now there's a lot of, like there's a lot more that I need to do with, the Nikki Nitro character. It's just that when I step into that character, um, being the heel, it's I find it I, like prime example. There's a company that I work for in in Canberra um, down here. They're called ICW, mm-hmm. um, and 
uh, when I first went to that company, they put me over as a baby face. And I've been working here for such a long time. And we had a story, and I ended up, I ended up turning. And um, I turned that crowd in less than five minutes against me, from them to absolutely loving me. And um, with that character, with the heel character, I find stepping into that heel character a lot easier than what I do finding being the baby face, mm-hmm. only because it's something that I've got to work harder at, and I enjoy being that character. And um, yeah, like it's, but as I say, you know, like there's so much more to learn. And at the end of the day, like I'm glad that I've got to where I've got to now with my character, but there's always a lot more improvement that I need on it. Well, you, you're always, you, I don't care what you do, if you, whether it's pro wrestling, whether it's acting, singing, whatever it may be, there's always room for, for improvement because we all need the help. Okay, you're not every because we're not perfect. We're not perfect. People are not perfect. We are imperfect. We're flawed. So we have to work on everything. And the harder you work on it, the more successful you can be. Uh, But, Nikki, I want you to hang on. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back with you. So, um, you know, listeners, just just hang in there. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back with Nikki Nitro on the UCW radio show after these messages. Hey. Tell me now, what can I take? Anything to not feel this way for so long It has stayed the same What the
You want to see something cool? Check this out. My name's Anitra, and I'm going to rock your world. Wow. wow. Oh my God. Mm. Look at that. Wow. Oh my God. Along with my boys, Mikey and Joey. I need the Shalaba Brothers stack. We're knocking down walls and taking names. The brothers actually get something done. And everyone gets to play. Progress is slow. We should be finished by Christmas. Girls with power tools, roll. We're not just bringing back the den, baby. We're making mega dens that'll blow you oh, away. Wow! What are you doing? Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> that is cool. You want some of this? Facial recognition, motion activating. They're gonna wet their pants. This may be the coolest room I have ever seen. Because life is too short to live without a mega den. I like their size. I love their texture. Their shape, feel. They complete me. Big, small, it doesn't matter. Yes, I like boobies. Love boobies. Yes, I love boobies. Yes, I love boobies. I love boobs. Most of us know someone who's been affected by breast cancer. My friend. My piano teacher. My sister. My aunt. My teacher. My two aunts. I beat breast cancer. We can beat this together. Show the world how much you care. And join us in the fight. Because it's more than just boobs. It's life. DDP Yoga. It ain't your mama's yoga. <laughs> Over the last 12 years, I developed this amazing program I now call DDP Yoga, specifically to strengthen and heal my own body. It's the only reason I was able to wrestle in the ring well over 15 years and three world championships. And now, I want to bring this amazing workout to you, and it will change the way you think about the word yoga. DDP Yoga is all about zero impact, kick-ass cardio, increased flexibility, and core strength conditioning. It's like nothing you have ever seen or done before. DDP Yoga. It ain't your mama's yoga. <laughs> all right, welcome back to the UCW Radio Show, and we're here with pro wrestler and actress... Nikki Nitro. Nikki, welcome back to the show. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Another, put another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> All right, but yeah. As, as good day. Yeah, good day. Uh, yeah, forces for beer, mate. Uh, anyway, um, enough of the joking around. Oh, my God. Uh, but no, Nikki is coming to us from Australia. And uh, as we said in the segment before, she's been wrestling for over a decade. And she is primed and ready to go. Uh, and again, in my opinion, I think that she's going to get probably get picked up by the WWE or TNA uh, sometime in the near future. So we left off, uh, I guess, uh, talking about um, what were we talking about, Nikki? I forget. 
Hey, you already forgotten. I know. It's I about I, my character. No, it was about <laughs> your character. See, you know why I forgot? Because we had we had a little break there, and I was thinking about my next <laughs> question for you. Trust me, my my job is not easy. Okay, no, but yeah, we were talking about your character and the development. You know, look, I mean, and and I guess in today's after, I guess after the WWE and they went through that um, attitude era, they, things kind of changed up a little bit because it was good to be bad. Okay, and even yeah. you know with the NWO and everything, it was good to be bad. Is all of a sudden the heels, you know, the uh, I say quote unquote heels became the favorites. Okay, so yeah. now there's a crossover where you it's you it's like with Steve Austin and all that stuff. Basically, you can be you can be a face and a heel all wrapped into one and get the fans behind you because they it's just an interesting time uh, in, in pro wrestling. So where do you sit right now with uh, with uh, what, what side of the fence are you on now? Um, I am a tweener. Mm-hmm. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in saying that, <laughs> my 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 heelish side comes out a lot more. <laughs> okay. All right. But that but that's what sells tickets. You know, people want to mm-hmm. want to see that. And again, you know, look, the the getting involved in pro wrestling, the, the world of pro wrestling is not easy. Okay. People have to. You know, they know it's not easy. People work a lot of years yeah. and they don't make it to the top, okay, because they're not good enough or they they just don't put enough into it or they just can't survive doing it because on the independent circuit, you will starve if you don't have another job. You will starve. Definitely, yeah. All right. So you can't the, live off it. No, no, but you put your time in like, uh, you know, thousands of uh, independent wrestlers be, you know, before you, they put their, their mm-hmm. time into it, they work hard. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they look for that opportunity, you know. But the the issue at hand is that you know, in order for that opportunity to to work out, they have to do what you they have to do what you're doing, making a well-rounded deal. Yes. Okay, and that that's what you're doing. So let, let's talk about that. Um, you would like to know what my other jobs are. I, I would like to know how you are, are how you're making yourself well-rounded. What makes Nikki Nitro, what would make you an asset, a true asset, in your words, to the WWE or to TNA? Um, that I am willing to take on constructive criticism and always open to learning new things. There's a lot of workers out there that are extremely egotistical and that don't take on board um, others' advice. And the first the thing that's made me the way I am today was something when I first got into this business that Andy told me and it's always stuck with me and I've always followed it and he turned around and he said no matter how long you're in this industry for no matter how how long or how good you're you're gonna be you've always got to remember that there's somebody out there that is a lot better than you and you've got their life in your hand mm-hmm. and since then, I've I've always been very professional when it comes to uh, my personal character, the way that I present myself, and um, I don't get involved um, personally with other workers in this industry. Like 
otherwise, you know, like in saying that, you know, like I don't date wrestlers because if things don't work out, then majority of the time the female ends up leaving, Mm -hmm. you know, and which is quite sad because, you know, if, if she's got something to offer, you know, and she's dating a wrestler and it doesn't work out, then, you know, all that hard work and effort that she's put in, you know, building herself up to be is just pretty much wasted. So, like, I've gone through my, like, my career, you know, with with that on top of my head and, and like, that advice that Andy gave me. So I think that my, like, I could be an asset for the WWE or TNA because of, the way that I am, um, you know, like I present myself pretty much mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I'm open to suggestions. And you, you would be a good example because, you know, if, I mean, as far as putting you out there and being a face of a company, that you would be able to represent the company in, in the proper fashion when you're out there with the fans or doing autograph signings and things like that, right? Yes. Okay, and that's 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 where the money ticket is because they, you know, both these organizations doesn't matter what, you know, uh, where you are representing their brand is important because that brand is worth money, and no organization wants anyone getting out of control and you know and even when you go out from what I from what I understand even when you go out you're not even too much into drinking so you really don't go out that often, which is yeah I, you know what like I'm like a hermit. <laughs> it's pretty bad, <laughs> but I've done my you know my partying over the years and that. Now, like, I, it doesn't phase me. I'm not a drinker. I'm very much into the gym. I like to keep like keep fit and you know like healthy. I don't smoke, and I've never smoked and I never will smoke. But um, yeah, like keeping fit and healthy is is my thing because you know. To make it in these industries, you've got to have a certain look. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize that, you know, yeah, fair enough, it could be your works, but yet again, it could not be. Mm-hmm. It could be the way that you look, like your personal brand, as they, as they would say. But yeah, so like keeping fit and healthy is extremely important to me. And um, being... Like in this industry, everybody is going to judge you. So yeah, like I'm, I'm pretty much like a square. Nah, <laughs> That's all right. That's just me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know what? Sometimes it's good to be square, as uh, they said in a song one time, I believe. Uh, but yeah, but but that's good stuff. <laughs> but you know, and also you're tough as nails because you love playing rugby. Okay, and oh uh, yeah, I played. I played rugby for five years. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and I and I did uh, rugby league when I was younger, and um, yeah, like I've I've always been that typical tomboy. Like I've I have no issue with getting in there and getting dirty. But at the end of the day, it's it's just me. I am a tomboy, but I'm proud of it. Nah. Any woman that gets into wrestling is a tomboy. Yeah, well, there you go. It's okay to be a tomboy, <laughs> you know, because I mean, look, from powerlifting, uh, rugby, and you know, skating, all this stuff. You, you're active, and you're, you're you keep yourself physically moving, uh, and that actually is helping. It has helped yeah. you with pro wrestling. Yep, definitely. Okay. And just me, like physically, you know, because there's a lot of 
people out there that are my age that are very unhealthy and, and extremely unfit. So I just, yeah, I think keeping fit and healthy, and healthy is like the key to, um, you know, to youth. And I agree with you that, you know, your, your training and everything and keeping active just <laughs> is definitely an enhancement to life. But now I want to I want to talk about more about the real uh, Nikki. OK, outside of wrestling, um, you know, what, what do you do for fun, you know, beyond, you know, your rugby and stuff? What do you do for fun? Um, I, um, I really like to draw. Like, it's, it's not fun, fun, but it's something that I really enjoy doing. And I love the outdoors. Like, I love nature. So, like, if I take a dog for a walk or whatever, like, it's, it's like me time. So, I, like, there's much me time that I can get, I'm happy. But, um, yeah, like, it's not my, it's not fun, fun, but it's fun to me because I, I actually get some time to do something because mm-hmm. I'm pretty busy every other time. Yeah, so you, um, you, so you, you have simple needs. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, like, I'm very simple. I'm a pretty down to earth, simple type of girl. I'm not a high maintenance girl. I'm just, yeah, I'm just me, just taking as I am. Well, that that's good. That means that you're gonna make someone some some somebody happy because that guy's not gonna have to spend a lot of making you happy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff. Now you know you've been you've been dabbling over over the. Uh, Say over the past, you know, six to twelve months, you've been dabbling in acting. You've been uh, trying to go down that road too, because it, it's it's all involved in the world of entertainment. So tell us how that's yep. working out for you. Sounds fantastic. Um, I am I'm an actor uh, on a TV, an Australian comedy TV show called Houses. And um, if I don't know if you guys have heard of Fat Pizza. But um, it's the maker and creators of Fat Pizza, a fellow named Paulie Fennick. And, um, yeah, I was, I, I'm on the Houses versus Authority movie, which was released on the 1st of November here in Australian cinemas. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, from there, um, I was offered a contract on the 1st of November. So at the moment, we're doing the TV series, like we're filming the TV series, which will be coming out in 2013. But if um, if people are interested, um, you can go on YouTube and type in Houses, and uh, yeah, like that. That's pretty much what I'm doing. But the season, like season two, is a lot more funnier than season one. So but you, yeah, so I'm sorry. No, you're you're not one dimensional. No. No, but that that's good. That makes that makes you valuable. Check you out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was um when I when I first did my my first scene in the movie, I was I was a bit stood back just because um actually T V filming, like movie making is extremely different to wrestle like wrestling in front of a live audience and I was so used to working in front of a live crowd for so many years because I did like you know theater and um you know like I I did like choirs and I was always into me drama so yeah like something that's on tv and having to talk into a tv but like into video camera but not 
into the video camera, if you understand where I'm coming from, mm-hmm. is extremely different. And, um, yeah, like, it's just that learning process. But I'm enjoying it. It's really good. And, yeah, like, I, I'm really happy that, I was, that I've been given this opportunity. Mm. And especially, you know, like, to be in a movie. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's different, of course. But still, you know, it's just another dimension. Uh, adds another dimension to your skills, which will come in handy. Because if you're, again, it comes down to branding. If you're, if you, if you, if you're involved in, uh, if you're honing your acting skills, that only helps you in the other areas. And now your name's getting out there further. You become more familiar. You become more familiar. Your value goes up. And you know, for for any organization that you go with, so you're you're putting all the pieces together. That's great. Thank you. Little, little, I'm trying. Yeah, <laughs> little little puzzle you're putting together, you know. But that that's fantastic stuff. That's good stuff. Now, um, I mean, with the with acting, did you find that to be a hard transition for you? Um, not really. No, only because I've like I'm in entertainment wrestling, and entertainment wrestling is acting. The only difference is that um, I'm working in front of a live crowd when I'm wrestling. And uh, when I'm like TV, like movie making, I'm not working in front of an audience. And, uh, but um, like it's, and it's scripted. It's right. extremely, you know, like you've got a script on, you know, like TV works and like movie making. So you have to learn your lines and stuff like that. But, yeah, but when I first got into this industry, uh, like the wrestling industry, um, I was, like, our matches were always scripted. Mm-hmm. So, like, everyone's probably going to hate me for saying that, but, yeah. But that, but that helped me uh, at the start, and then from there, yeah, like, things changed because, you know, like, you get more experienced and mm-hmm. yada, yada. So, yeah, like, I'm finding it, I, I'm, I'm finding it a lot easier to do, um, like, to be an actor on TV than um, than what I thought. But, yeah, like, I, I'm enjoying it. It's something that I really, really like to do. So if you like something, of course, you, you know, you're going to put more of an effort into it. Yeah, and look, the WWE, you know, you know they, they're, they're top guys that have talent. You know, they've actually had the opportunity to do things in, in TV and film. Okay, and they've become very successful in doing it. Some not so successful, okay, but others very successful. You look at someone like uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Okay, you look yeah. at, you know, I um, who I, I forget who else of of uh, of late. You got John Cena. Uh, yeah, John Cena did, a, did 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 a couple of movies. You know, things like that. They give the opportunity because they they uh, encourage that. Because at the end of the day. You know what? If you're a box office drawer, that's money in the bank. And, that's right. And if yeah. it if it doesn't make money, it doesn't make sense, and it's not going to happen. So uh, you know, so that's uh, yeah. You don't you don't have sense over there. So I, I didn't think you were going to get that joke. <laughs> you got you got to get of course. you got to got to get with the American humor. Um, that's that that's going to help you. Um, but yeah, you know, so that that's fantastic that you that you're doing that. I think that, you know, you're you're a talent. I've seen, you know, some of your footage. I've seen uh, what you can do. Uh, I believe that, you know, with with uh, more female 
pro wrestlers stepping up and actually not just going over there and and doing the these stupid things and just to look pretty that they're actually they look good they're fit they look good they're sexy and they're out there actually getting hardcore with each other you know you you have that happening you have MMA beautiful women fighting in the cage okay yeah. and, and you see it more and more like wow like you you like look at the I, I forget her name she's a champion now I just saw her on TV the other day on Showtime uh, Sports with Jim Rome and and uh, the name escapes me but she's she's a she's pretty she gets in there you know she has no problem pounding somebody and uh the reality is people like that and you know we're we're in that that mode right now so i think all your skills and everything i i believe uh are going to make an one organization um you're going to become an asset to someone and it's and, and i i see that happening and i also believe that with your personality that you if you uh pursue your acting career which i think you are that in the next, you know, year or two, we're going to see a lot more of you on that end as well. You know. Thank you. No, well, well in, in other words, I'm saying that you have all the makings of being, you know, uh, being a star, and I think that it's going to happen for you. I, I think uh, the only thing that that I that I see that that is holding you back is your location. So you're crippled by location. Yeah. So, but. You know, we we live in a, in a in a social media world that the world gets smaller and smaller, and it's just a matter of, you know, getting uh, you know, getting someone's attention, which I think is is going to wind up happening sooner than later. I I like I'm if if I was offered a contract by either the WWE or TNA, um, and they were willing, you know, like to sponsor me to be over there. Um, I would I would jump for the opportunity without hesitation. I would leave tomorrow. But uh, the only thing that stops me is that for me to work over in the states, I need a sponsor. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I've I've searched all avenues through that, and that's the only that's the, the only avenue that I can go. Yeah, but with with these organizations, you know, you're absolutely correct as far as the legal system. The uh, you know, when when you come here uh, to the U.S., you need to have the the uh, the approval to work. You need to be sponsored yeah. by a company that can file the papers in order for you to do this. And mm-hmm. uh, but they keep keep in mind, you're talking about two international companies. So if you think yep. for a second they don't have that ability, then you're kidding yourself because they do it, they do it all the time, uh, with other people, with with other uh, other wrestlers that are um, international wrestlers. So with that with that said, okay, you know if, if either the WWE or TNA came and they offered you a development uh, developmental or development contract, you would be very much so open to that. Of course, yes, yep. Yeah, well that that's. That would be uh, a big, um, a big punch in the arm because that would be your your coup de grace. That would be the top, you know, um, as far as your wrestling career is concerned. That's what I mean. We just need that that extra push for the zest. So yeah, the um, if I if I was approached uh, by other company, 
and you know offered i i would take that up because it's something that i've wanted to do ever since i was a little girl so yeah i just i don't know it'd be a dream come true i'd probably like fall over and faint yeah. but yeah i i'd end up doing it <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? You have, yeah. to, you have to live your dream if if you want to make it, yeah. and it's just about getting That's that it. done. But I but I also see as far as um, I said, you know, you you I know you're going to continue to pursue your acting career, which is great, and I think you're going to be successful in that as well. You know, you you have the attitude, you have the determination, you have the heart. You know, so I can see that really working out for you, and I think it would be silly, you know, with uh, with with the talent roster that the WWE and TNA with what they're looking to do in the female division I think someone like yourself would would be good in there because you, as you grow I mean you can also become a mentor for those that are coming up as well because you've been doing it for a while mm-hmm. you know so but yet again there's some people out there that have wrestled sorry like there's some people that um have wrestled a lot less than me and, like, know a lot more than me. But with my character, uh, I'm very confident in my character. Yeah, well, so, like, that's something that I know that I could offer. Yeah, well, I think I think you, you would be an asset. Okay, so now, with all that said, um, and I, I don't want to, you know, run it into the ground because people are going to no. listen to the show and they're going to say, oh, why do you keep saying that? Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> well, while I'm saying certain things that I believe uh, to be true in my eyes. Okay, and I and I don't, you know, I don't um, uh, mention certain things if I don't believe it to to possibly be a reality. You know, a lot of people have come up in the ranks and they they've made a name for themselves, and I think that you're on that path. You know, it's just a matter of having an opportunity to 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 work with one of the big two, and I think you're going to make them proud. Okay, so now you have the acting, you have everything uh, going on. Um, now, what what else? for you, you know, would make your life complete if you had the the wrestling contract, you had certain things, what else would make your life well-rounded uh, in the immediate future? Um, getting to the top, that that's my number one ideal goal. I, I'm very happy with my life at the moment. Like, don't get me wrong, like, my life hasn't always been easy. Like, growing up, it was extremely hard. But majority of the time, the people that that struggle, you know, in their previous, like, life, as I would say, you know, like, you know, in the past, mm-hmm. um, end up becoming successful in their future because they've lived life and, you know, they appreciate the things, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, that they're given. And I was, my mum, you know, like, my mum brought myself up and, um, like, we were always taught to respect and appreciate everything, you know, that we got. And, you know, if we wanted something, we had to work for it to get it. And I've always done that. So, like, everything that I have, it's because I got it for myself, mm-hmm. not because somebody gave it to me. There you go. And that, so, that, that's a great attitude to have, and that's a great way to to pursue things in your life. And and you being a metalhead, I'm sure that uh, you yeah. <laughs> you have no problem breaking down doors if you need to to get to where you need that's to be. It. <laughs> okay, there you go. All right, Nikki. It, it it was fantastic having you on the show. You know, I I like featuring up and comers that have talent. 
and you're you're one of those that I believe, you know, in six months, uh, a year, that you're gonna, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna hear more about you doing greater things, bigger things, and I'm um, I'm gonna be proud that you know that you that someone saw what I what I see in you. And I'm going to be happy about that because, you know, you have the talent, you have the charisma, you have everything. All it is is one of the big two coming, stepping up and, and helping you to achieve your dreams. And, uh, again, in acting, too, you know, I think you're going to do well. So um, with that said, okay, um, why don't you let our listeners know how they can follow your career, find out more about you, and, uh, you know, stalk you, for lack of a better word. <laughs> Stalking. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> ain't no worries. Stalk ahead. Nah. Yeah. Um, I can I can be found on Twitter at Nikki Nitro twenty two. That's with the capital N I K I capital N I T R O. Um, you can find me on YouTube at Nikki Nitro P W A Q. I'm also on Tout. Um, I Tout. Uh, to fans and that, if you've got questions or whatever, you can you can um, ask me. I'll reply. Uh, that is also Nikki Nitro twenty two, um, and I have my own website as well, which is still in the process of like um, getting developed. So there's not really much on that, but um, yeah, like you guys can you just can um, follow that if you want. But yeah, that's at Miss Nikki Nitro. Uh, no, sorry, www.nickynightshow.com. So, yeah, if um, if anybody would like to book me or whatever, um, you can contact me on my email, um, which is missnickynightshow at hotmail.com. Well, people, so, people yeah. still use Hotmail? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to Gmail. You got to make it happen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's good stuff. Uh, yeah. That's good. I think uh, our listeners definitely check out Nikki Nitro. Uh, uh, follow her on Twitter, Nikki Nitro 22. Uh, check out her website. Check her out on YouTube. And, you know, f- you know, find out more about her because I believe, you know, you're going to see more of her on, on, a, on a more uh, on a broader scale, on an international scale. So uh, with that said, Nikki, again. Thank you for coming on the show, and uh, you know I want to have you back on down the road when you hit these these goals that you have set. I want you to come back on the show and tell us how you feel about it. Definitely, it'd be an honor. Thank you so much, Lewis. Excellent, thank you. Wait, wait, wait! Before I go, can I please say something? Go right ahead. Yeah, I just want to thank everybody uh, for the support. Uh, my family, my friends that have always stood by me throughout the years. And, yeah, I'll, I'll be hoping to see uh, you guys in the near future. And thank you so much for this interview, Lewis. I really appreciate it. No problem, And thank Nikki. you to the yep, UCW radio show. All right. Thank you, Nikki. And we'll see some more of you, hopefully in the near future, on the big and little screen. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? Oh, let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.